Hello, lovely ones. Welcome to another episode of the Full of Herself podcast. It has been a hot second, I will admit it, but I promised myself before I came on and recorded this podcast for y'all that I was not going to apologize. I feel like we are very used to this language around apologizing for life or apologizing for being through different seasons of life. And I am, although I missed creating this space with you, although I am very excited to be back again and roaring to go and ready to be consistent again, I will not apologize because life has been full and beautiful and crazy and up and down. And I just simply did not have the space. So I'm excited to hold and create this space now that I have the space. So I'm not sorry, but I'm very excited to be here. So hello, welcome to another episode of the Full of Herself podcast. I think that might have been the longest space or gap that I've ever not created an episode. And so as you can imagine, I am very excited to be back here. I've been thinking about this space. I have been thinking about all of you who listen consistently and I am very excited to show up more consistently. I have a lot of ideas. I want to try some new things out and I'm excited to bring you all along for the ride. Um, But how are you, my loves? I'm so excited to dive into today's episode and topic. Um, We've kind of got a juicy, a juicy episode title, Come Hell or High Water. So I'm excited to dive into this topic today. But as usual, I thought I would give you a bit of a life update. I usually like to give you some context of where I'm at, what I'm going through, what life is looking like for us right now. So we are currently in Australia. I believe the last episode we were very much in America. Um, So we're in Australia for the next few months, which is beautiful. Summer is wrapping up. We are getting into autumn, but we are only here for what is now like three-ish months. Um, Time is flying by. Anyone else agree that March was about point seven seconds long? Okay, great. I'm so glad that we could agree on that. And April is around the corner. So we're here until July, um, which is right when winter just starts to kick in and get really fucking miserable. And we are going to head back to the U.S. to summer, hopefully get a little side trip into Mexico City. Y'all know how much we loved our time in Mexico and particular in Mexico City. And then we are headed to Europe kind of indefinitely. Um, I'm hoping for like a solid three months, Italy, France, London, Turkey, who knows where else we'll find ourselves. Um, But that's essentially kind of the rest of the year for us. And as you know, well, we haven't given you much of a visa update, but we are still waiting on this goddamn visa. Um, And so that's kind of why we're still in this nomadic kind of like making the most of kind of being in between Australia and the U.S. is because we very much have the intention of – I hate to use the word settling, um, settling down, but we will be getting a place (laughs) in LA. Um, we think we're pretty sure we're like 90, I feel like we're like 97% landed on LA. Um, and hopefully, you know, having some consistency, having a spot to call home, you know, furnishing a place that feels really good to live in, being closer to our friends over there on that side of the world. Um, So we're really excited for that. So that's kind of the plan once we get our visa, which is coming at the latest 
as of, as, as of October. Um, of course, you know, originally it was four to six months, then it was six to nine months, then it was nine to 12 months, then it was 12 to 15 months. And now we are sitting on the 18th month mark, um, which is looking like the more realistic timeline. So anywhere from July to October, we'll have that visa being processed and getting Aiden, his visa and all of that sorted. 90 day fiance your girl's going to have to get married, which will be another huge life update. And I've been having many conversations about it lately. Um, but that's a whole other podcast episode. Maybe we'll have a podcast episode about marriage and about babies and about being 30 and all of these wacky decisions that we have to make. Like, I love that for our parents or for like our grandparents, these were just like no brainers or maybe they weren't. I feel like I'm kind of downplaying just humanity. But like, you know, it it wasn't as explicitly an option or not an option as it is today. And so I feel like the tension that can exist within those options or within those decisions is just different. And so I'm very much navigating that. But that is something that we will be doing because it is a requirement of our visa. And yeah. Um, but like I said, maybe we'll create a podcast episode and we can unpack that because <laughs> that's a whole other ball game. But that's where we're at. Lots of travel. Um, we're in Melbourne, Australia at the moment, which is where we've lived for the last six years. And obviously we love it here. Our friends are here. It's fantastic. But the, it is in a bit of a rental crisis. So getting a place and finding consistency in our location, it was so much harder than we thought it was going to be. And so honestly, that took a lot of, it, it was really stressful and just took a lot of, a lot of my attention. And so happy to announce that we have a place for the next few months. Um, and that we're somewhat settled, um, comfortable. We have a place that we can work from a place that we can live. It's cute. A little bit of a vibe going. Um, but very, very excited to use the next three months to just plan and get ready for like this really big trip that we have coming, this really big adventure, um, as well as the next adventure of like resettling in the US, being close to my family, being in LA, like it's all gonna be wild and big and delicious. And so these next three months really just prepping us, obviously financially, energetically, and just like as a couple, I feel like to take on this next adventure. So that's where we're at. That's life. That's everything that we've got going on. I hope everything has been beautiful and fantastic and delicious for you. Um, and I'm excited to I'm excited to talk about today's today's episode topic. So I've named this "Come Hell or High Water" because I want to talk about this crossroads that every entrepreneur arrives at. And I feel like you've been in business for a little bit, could be a year or two years. And this crossroad isn't necessarily negative in any way, shape, or form. Like you have clients, you are making money, whether you're making a lot of money or not, maybe, not sure. I think it varies from, from person to person. But you've reached this point where you're kind of asking this question of like, is all of this worth it? Right? Do I want this? And for for some of you, this this might even be in the question of like, should I even keep going? Like, like, you know, is this worth it? Should I quit? Should I wrap things up? Like, should I change my capacity for this and 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 put my energy elsewhere? And I arrived at this place 
in January of 2022. So over a year ago last year, I reached this point of very nearly walking away from my business and looking for jobs and transitioning away from entrepreneurship, at least in part. And I was exhausted. I was so burnt out. Again, I had had a measure of success. You know, I had a reoccurring income. I was signing new clients. I had hit the elusive five-figure month. Um, But I was really unfulfilled and I was really frustrated and all felt really volatile. Nothing in my business felt safe. Every month felt like, you know, kind of this, this, um, this uncertainty, which I think can exist even now in my business. But then it was all of the time. Then it was it was like constant questioning, constant uncertainty, right? And I reached this point where I really had to take a step back and say, okay, I know I want more. I know I want consistency. I want safety. I want a business that feels really good and fun to play inside of. I want more clients, I want more impact. I want all of these things, right? But how do I want to do this? Right. And and this was such a pivotal, a pivotal moment in my entrepreneurial journey because I think for those first two years in business, I was really just hyper fixating on survival. I was just hyper fixating on, you know, come hell or high water, I'm going to make this money. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Right. And, you know, I know women like us, like you and me, we are no stranger to struggle. We are no stranger to roadblocks. We are no stranger to hurdles, the hurdles that life has put in front of us since we can really remember. Um, and so we're no we're no stranger to resistance, right? And and when we approach entrepreneurship, we we can kind of put that hat on. We can kind of step into that energy of like, come hell or high water, I'm going to make this work. Right. And so that was the energy and the strategy that I was very much navigating inside of as I built my business those first two years. Like, this is going to work. Right. So much stemming from my ego, so much stemming from, you know, how I wanted to appear and what I wanted people to think of me. And honestly, what I wanted to think of myself. Like, I was so desperate to make entrepreneurship work for me. Um, or at least for it to appear that it was working for me, that I was really, it was like a by any means necessary way, right? So I was jumping from strategy to strategy, coach to coach. Um, no wonder it felt so volatile, right? And I think that for for women like you and I who have been no stranger to struggle, I think that this is a real problem within business or within like entrepreneurship or even like the coaching space is like, or just like, trying to create a successful business is that our businesses can often perpetuate the conditioning around struggle and, and, and like wanting less. Um, because ultimately we step into business because we don't want to operate within that nine to five structure. We don't want to be somebody's employee. We don't want to play by their rules. We want to have autonomy over our time, over our money, over our lives, really. Like I still this is a side note, but like, I still get blown away with how much time people work. And obviously being three years as a full-time entrepreneur, you know, I have a completely different lived experience now, but I very much was in the corporate world. And I look at some of my friends and I look at some of my just community people that I know, and I look at how much they work and it like blows my mind, like how willing we are to spend 
so much of our time working for other people doing shit a lot of the time that's unfulfilling. Like it really does blow my mind, right? So sorry for that 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 side note, but like I've just been thinking about that a lot, like how much time people who are still in the corporate game and who are still working nine to five, how much time they commit to a business or to a boss or to being an employee. Like it just blows my mind. Anyways, for those of us who have stepped into business full time, we have chosen this because we didn't want to subscribe to the nine to five um, life. We wanted to be our own boss. We wanted to be completely control of our own time zone and so forth. Right. And Business should be an expander. Business should be an invitation into the life that we deserve. Business should be something that gives us immense joy and fulfillment and satisfaction because those were the things that our nine to fives didn't give us. You know, I think that um, I look at a lot of people who side hustle and I just take my hat off to side hustlers because you guys are amazing. And like, I understand how difficult it is. I personally never really side hustled because I was a foolish passionate, impulsive little nugget and just quit my job on a whim. Um, but I look at look at those of you who are still in your nine to five who still somewhat enjoy your nine to five. And I think that, but who are also in business and who are also like making money in business. And I think like we leave our nine to fives quicker when there's so much less satisfaction and fulfillment, right? So like we step into full-time entrepreneurship entrepreneurship sooner because we're chasing those experiences because we desire fulfillment, satisfaction, evolution, value alignment, so on and so forth, right? And so my whole point of saying this is like I arrived at this point last year and you know early January 2022 having a relative amount of success but being so burnt out and so unfulfilled and arriving to this this crossroads of like, is this worth it? Do I really want this? And then asking the question, like, how do I want to do this? Recognizing that I wanted so much more, recognizing that there was so much more within my capacity that I was capable of creating, but then also recognizing that up until this point had felt so incredibly hard, a lot of days like pulling teeth, a lot of days like I'm just trying to fucking figure it out sorry, there's a plane going by. There we go. It's gone. And recognizing that I didn't want it to feel that way anymore. Recognizing that, okay, I don't just want to be in business for business sake. I don't just want to be an entrepreneur to say that I'm an entrepreneur. I want to be in business and I want it to feel fucking good, right? Because so much of our identity and so much of our life and so much of our time is working right? Even if you only work 20 hours a week, like that's still a significant amount of time playing in a business and playing in an energy. And so I wanted that to feel good. I wanted it to feel easier. I wanted it to feel simpler, right? And so I got asked this question of like, okay, so how do you want it to look? How do you want to do this, right? And I think that it's such an important question because again, so often because business, and this is specifically, I think for full-time entrepreneurs, like we can kind of spin this narrative of like, well, I'm making some money, right? Well, I can pay my bills or at least I'm not at my nine to five, or at least I can do whatever I want with my time, you know, or at least I have some clients, right? Maybe they're not dream clients, but at least I have some clients. Um, and we settle because it's good or it's fine, or it's not that thing 
right? It's not that horrible thing that I had before, right? And I think it's really, really important to remember that we didn't step into business. We didn't become entrepreneurs for good enough or fine. We stepped into entrepreneurship and we built businesses and are building our businesses to give ourselves the lives that we deserve. I think that's a huge point and a huge um difference to highlight. And and it's like, it's a strategic difference, right? Because when we're okay to settle for the good enough, like when we're in that mentality, when we're operating from that strategy of like, well, I'm making some money or at least I have clients, right? They might not be dream clients, or at least I'm not at that nine to five, right? We can, we can make excuses for anything, but when we're operating from this from the strategy of, oh, no, 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 I'm building the life that I deserve. And that's the only thing that I'm willing to accept, right? And I don't even necessarily mean from the universe or externally. I also mean within our own selves, within our own expectations, within our own energy, within our own beliefs, within our own desires, right? All of this starts with us. All of this starts with our beliefs. All of this starts with the energy that we hold around what's possible for us, right? So let me make that very, very clear that this is not like victim mentality, that this is not like um, when like the universe is handing me a shit deck of cards, like please recognize that operating within this strategy of business feeling extremely tough and things feeling like pulling teeth and sales and marketing that feels really unaligned and cringe, those are choices. Those are choices that you've made in business, right? And again, I think when we're first starting business, we don't even recognize that these things are choices. Like we have such a limited idea, at least I did. I was so naive when I stepped into into my business. I had no clue like the options that were out there. And so we arrive at this crossroads where we finally are given this decision of how do you want to do this, Lex? How do you want to build the business, right? You want more money. You want more clients. You want more consistency. You want more fulfillment. You want more safety. You want more creativity, da, 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 right? All of these things. Yes, I want all those things. Great. How do you want to do it? And I call it a crossroads because down one path, it's very clear. You can keep going down the direction that you've been going, right? And, you know, what I found is when I was operating from this from this strategy is I could just turn the dial up on my hustle. I could just turn the dial up on the blinders. I could just turn the dial up on the work ethic, right? And I hold that in quotations. Um of just like busting my ass, showing up online nonstop, um, having no boundaries, throwing shit at the wall until it stuck, right? I could do that. Like if I wanted to make more money, I could do that, right? I, I could look down this pathway and I could see it very, very clear. Just work harder, just do more, just that, 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 right? So although it's shit and although I don't necessarily like it or I don't necessarily enjoy the experience, it's a very clear right? And there's comfort and clarity. There's comfort in knowing what happens next. There's comfort in knowing even what an an bad experience is going to feel like. It's like, okay, well, at least I already know what it feels like. And then down the other pathway is total blankness. Like I literally look down this pathway when I, when I create this kind of image in my head and it's just white. It's just, it's just vast, vast openness that's ready to be filled in and defined and curated, but only by you answering this question, how do you want to do this, right? And so 
obviously you guys know which direction I I took. I took the path less traveled. I took the path that that I had to pave myself, right? And last year was a massive invitation to take ra- radical responsibility over my business, over my life, over my expectations, over my standards, over my energy, right? And I took that path, right? And so my question for you today, if you're one of you're one of these people, if you resonate with this conversation of like, come hell or high water, we're getting there. And you've been operating from that place of struggle. If you've been operating from that place of I'm making this fucking happen. <laughs> and like, I get it, babes. Like I, I, I truly cannot resonate more with like a person than like someone who's like, this is happening. When I say it's happening, it's happening. Like I get it. But what I want to invite you into today is the life you deserve, not the life that you settle for, not the life that you fight for, not the life that you struggle for, the life you deserve, right? And I know that you desire so much more consistency and safety and income and clients and all these these big, beautiful byproducts that exist via our business that come from the hard work and the bravery and the values that we hold in our business. Um, I know you desire more of that and you deserve more of that. And those are not things that I want you to turn the dial down on whatsoever right? But now my question for you is how do you want to do that? And I think because we're so conditioned to believe that struggle is the only way to create success, that like this is a real head fuck sometimes. Like you're like, what do you mean? How do I want to do this? I want to bust my ass. I want to work super hard and I want to get the thing that I want, right? Like for some of us, that's literally the only way. But today I'm I'm literally giving you a different option, right? For me, it was so expansive to hear other women in this space say that there was an easier way, that there was a simpler way. And the funny thing is, is it's not in the way that I expected it to be at all. You know, again, I think the language in the coaching industry is like, I have this secret strategy or I have this secret thing or I'm the secret, right? So pay me, give me your money and I'll tell you all of my secrets, right? I think that even as I approach this work, I thought it was kind of like that. I thought that it was kind of this secret, the secret thing that they knew and I didn't, right? And what the real invitation was, guys, what the real invitation to having an easier, simpler, more enjoyable business was taking radical self-responsibility over the experience that I was having inside of my business. What do I mean by that? I mean the beliefs, the thoughts, the feelings that I was holding about myself, the shame that I was holding about myself, um, where I was holding myself on the hook, where I was making things harder, where I was being a perfectionist, where I was overthinking things, where I wasn't stepping into my expertise, right? Last year in January 2022, did I say that right? was an invitation to take radical self-responsibility, right? And when we take radical self-responsibility, we have to clarify what it is that we want, right? And so as you sit at this crossroads and you ask this question, how do I want to move through this, right? And mind you, people ask this question at all different points in business. I see some entrepreneurs who step into the space immediately and have the wherewithal and the self-awareness to be like, no, I want this to be easier. I want this to be fun. I want this to be that, that, that. And I'm like, fuck yeah, good for you. Unfortunately, I did not have that self-awareness. I feel like I needed those two years of struggle to really get me to the place to like have the, the awareness that that was an option. 
And then I see people who are like multiple six nearing seven figures who start to play in this question. So just know that there's no right or wrong time to ask this question. If you're sitting here listening to this podcast, whether you're in business or not, this is an applicable question to all of life, right? And so how do you want to do this? The path is vast. It's empty. It's ready to be filled in and drawn in and clarified, but it can only be done by you. And I think that when we start to do this, when we start to take radical responsibility for our experiences, right? I'm not enjoying being in business or this feels really hard and asking, why does it feel really hard? And what would I rather be experiencing? We start to see the spaces where we ourselves make shit so much more difficult. The only thing, like in terms of my strategy, in terms of my business strategy, not much has changed since last year in January, 2022. If anything, I do far less, right? If anything, I... I I do a lot less in terms of my business, in terms of launching, in terms of um, just kind of back-end things. I do a lot less. Um, The the main thing that changed was my self-awareness, my self-leadership, and my self-responsibility, right? I stopped playing the victim. I stopped telling these stories. I started to really recognize and change my behavior, the way that I responded to things, the way that I showed up in certain spaces, the way... um, the way that I felt about things and believed about things, like I became hyper vigilant and did the internal work necessary to be the leader who could hold the business that I wanted. And I know that I speak about this all of the time. I sure, I'm sure I sound like a broken record at this at this point, but ultimately it was all about integration, right? My business and everything that I was fighting so hard felt fighting so hard for, right? The money, the clients, the impact. It felt there was so much tension there, guys, because I was not the leader, the woman, the CEO who could hold it. And that's just a fact. I could I could hustle my way to a five-figure month. I could bust my ass and have a big launch and I would burn out and I would crumble and I would crash because I didn't have the capacity to hold it. And when I talk about didn't have the capacity to hold it, here's what I here's what I mean by that, right? So I I could put all of my energy, my sweat, blood and tears, right? All of my time into this launch, which ultimately of course doesn't give me any insight or foresight into what's next, right? And so after I would launch something or after I would put something out there and I would hit this beautiful milestone, I would crash and burn one, because I didn't have any energy left, right? Because I'm burnt out. But two, because I had no fucking clue what was happening next because I didn't take the time to clarify it because the only way that I could operate in my business was balls to the wall, all in blinders up, right? I hadn't built the skill of foresight yet. I hadn't expanded my capacity to hold my business right now and hold my business next quarter and hold my business next month, right? This is a skill. This is a practice. If you don't have it down yet, don't worry. Nobody fucking talks about this. I swear to God, I've never heard one person in the online business space talk about foresight. Maybe I need to like create some content on this because it's so fucking important. Anyways, right? And so I know I sound like a broken record. I know that I'm constantly telling you, you need to become the woman, the CEO, the leader, the human being who can hold the business that she desires. And I say it over and over again because I really fucking mean it. And it's as true as it was when I started speaking about it last year, 
still true, still just as relevant, still the number one key to your business's success. Yes, I fucking mean that. Again, I think that we look at business and we think that it feels hard because we don't have the secret strategy or we don't think that we have something or we or we think that we're operating in, in some wrong way when realistically 99.9% of the time when I work with my clients on this very thing, it's all the internal work. It's all the stories. It's all the beliefs. It's all of the shit that you make yourself feel and you hold yourself on the hook for because you didn't make enough money or you didn't do this or this happened and that, 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 and you make yourself feel like shit and then you feel like shame and then you spiral and then you don't show up in your business or whatever it is, right? We all have our different behaviors and patterns and the way they respond to things. And so my question for you today is what do you want? If it's not, if it doesn't have to be via hell or high water, if it doesn't have to be via struggle, if you're if you're operating from the strategy of creating the life that you deserve rather than the life that you settle for, what do you want and how do you want to get there? Because if you do not clarify how you want to get there, your industry is going to inform it for you. Hustle culture is going to inform it for you. Your conditioning is going to inform it for you. And what everyone else is doing is going to inform it for you. So if you do not clarify how you want to get there, all of these things will inform it for you and it will feel very fucking cloudy and it will feel very fucking difficult and you will be comparing yourself all of the time and you will feel like you're getting it wrong all of the time and you will feel like you're not doing enough all of the time because you can never do enough when it comes to hustle culture and when it comes to conditioning and when it comes to this narrative of struggle and success. But when we stop and we say, what are my values? What are my standards? How do I want to feel? Right? integrity, evolution, honesty, selling that feels good, life before business, dream clients only, right? So on and so forth. All of these things that I love speaking about with you guys, when those are the standards and the values that we keep in business, we have a compass. We have something to come back to. I was having a conversation with a client today, actually, and she's had just a massive kind of up level in her self-awareness and her self-responsibility. And we were having this conversation of like, just jogging my memory, when she approaches something from the ego rather from service, right? Service obviously being a huge value and a huge standard I implement in my business. And I know you do too. And I was having this conversation with this client and she's trying to get out of patterns and behaviors of perfectionism analysis and perfectionism, analysis, paralysis, overthinking, right? She has all of these big audacious goals, but she struggles to really get anything done because she gets caught up in these traps, right? And she finally did something that she had been waiting to do for a really long time and just overthinking. And we were unpacking what the difference was. And she really noticed that like, it was that self-reflection of like, I wasn't operating from my ego. I was operating from the place of service. I was operating from the place of, I get to do this and it gets to be messy because this is the beauty of it, right? And it was like, yes, come back to your values, come back to your standards. Whose rules are we playing by, right? When we're playing by the rules of the ego, it's always got to be perfect. It's always got to be better than everybody else. It's black and white, so on and so forth. When we're, when we're operating from the rules of our values and our standards, it gets to look completely different. It gets to look messy. It gets to look inspired. It gets to look like all of us. We don't have to hide or cover up or edit or anything. We get to show up fully, right? And and I and I just use that example because it's like she had the compass. She was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. 
I can sit here and overthink this. I can sit here and want to perfect this. But what, like, what strategy is that? Strategy of the ego, strategy of self-preservation, strategy of wanting it to be all about me. What strategy would I rather operate from? Strategy of service, right? And this is exactly what I'm speaking about. Are you building the life that you deserve? Are you operating from the strategy of my business is an expander, my business elevates me, my business is a thing that makes my life so much better? Or are you operating from the place of, "Mm, I'll take what I can get. A client's a client. A win's a win. Cash is cash. Right? The choice is yours. And the the really tough thing about these conversations is once you have them, you can never come back from them. So I'm sorry if you sat down to today's podcast episode and you're like, fuck Lex, now I really have to like chew on this. But I'm assuming that was all perfect and perfect time and place and that you were meant to hear these words. Because this is such a pivotal point in your entrepreneurial journey where you decide this. This is where it all fucking changes. This is where you go from survival to thriving. This is where you go from hyperfixating over money or hyperfixating over just let's just get the result, right? I just need them. I just need the money. I just need the clients. It doesn't matter how I get them. I just need them because those are the only markers for success. And then when you operate from this, when you say, how do I want to do this? Fulfillment, joy, simplicity, ease. These become the new markers for success. And we recognize that money and clients are a byproduct of this energy, of us being creative and inspired and a simple strategy and operating from a place of integrity and operating operating from a place of honesty and operating from a place of that just feels good, right? How many of you are fucking up your sales process just because it feels like shit and because you feel uncomfortable operating within it? right? And so it doesn't have to be hell or high water. And I I also just want to reiterate, like we deserve ease and we deserve simplicity. And I think that that's something that I'm going to be unlearning. Like I'm going to be learning my entire life and unlearning the struggle because like for so many of us, it was a struggle for a very long time. And that was drilled into us in so many ways, whether it was societally, culturally, even in our lived experience, right? Um, But I think a a huge lesson here is just really recognizing and making friends with, even in a small way today of like, I get to have ease. It gets to be simple for me. It gets to be enjoyable for me. Success, my success doesn't have to feel difficult. It doesn't have to be hard. Like we deserve that. Like all women deserve that. Women of color deserve that. Like we deserve to hear these words. So I hope you hearing this, I hope you hearing the words that like, you deserve ease, you deserve simplicity, you deserve success via joy, via your inspired, creative genius, via things that are fun rather than via struggle. You deserve that. We deserve that. And it doesn't have to be via hell or high water, but there is the responsibility of asking this question and answering this question, how do you want to do this? The choice is completely up to yours you absolutely have to answer it, right? Whew, juicy conversation today. I hope that you'll actually answer the question. I hope that if you're at this crossroads and you want to dive deeper into this chat, you know where to find me. Please let me know if this is something that you're resonating with. And I was going to say, you know, I, I really want to be more consistent with with the podcast and and now that we're kind of more settled and and I have a little bit more capacity to dive into this um and hold a little bit more space for it 
I would love to hear your thoughts just on like what episodes have you loved? What topics have you loved? What are you curious about my journey? What are you curious about how I run my business or the energetics or whatever it is? Um, I'm going to sit down and and brainstorm a little bit just because I want to – I just want to like inject some fresh energy into Full of Herself. I love this space. I love the way that I approach this space, but I'm feeling like it needs a little bit of a reset. So if you have any things that you're wanting me to dive into, I would absolutely love to hear it. With all of that being said, my loves, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you'll do this work. I hope you'll answer the call. I hope you remember that you get to have ease and simplicity, that you deserve this. You don't have to work for it. You've like literally right now in your current state, this is what you deserve, right? And the sooner that we can give ourselves permission that life and success gets to come via those things, the sooner it all gets to feel a lot easier for us. So I adore you and I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye for now.